Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So glad that we could take part uh, in the Lord's Supper together, you know, signifying the oneness. The, all over the world, those who are celebrating the Lord's Supper, the rich, the poor, the educated, the uneducated, people from different backgrounds, uh, we all take part in the same uh, body of Christ and we become one. And this morning, the title is going to be Holy Following the Lord or Wholeheartedly Following the Lord. Let's close our eyes and look to God. Father, we thank you for this beautiful morning. We thank you that we as your children, redeemed by your precious blood, Lord, we could take part in the Holy Communion. Thank you for reminding us, Lord, again and again and again, Father, that your blood was shed, that your body was broken, that you died. Lord, that we may have life and life to the abundance of God. We thank you, Lord, for giving us this privilege. Lord, hide me behind the cross. Minister to us. Speak to us, Lord, and help. let our hearts be set on following you fully, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. The title, as I said, wholly following the Lord or wholeheartedly following the Lord. We humans have very uh, little span of attention in our lives. Uh, there's a common estimate uh, that the attention span of healthy uh, young youngsters as well as teens and adults is about 10 to 20 minutes. But that does not that is not supported by any kind of uh, study or data. But Microsoft had done a, a study, and uh, the the attention span of humans is only about eight seconds. Down from 12 seconds in 2000, it is now eight seconds. And the squirrel's attention plan is only one second. A squirrel, you know, a squirrel. Okay, so imagine we are going down and down. Now that's uh, the attention span. And similarly, you could also we could also think of the the consistency that we have in our life, our Christian life, consistency. You know, there are not many people are very consistent. And uh, there are problems, there are difficulties, there are challenges that come and then we get sidetracked. But in the Bible, I'm glad that uh, there were not people who were all superheroes, but ordinary people like you and me. Uh, they had struggles, they had challenges, they had problems, but uh, they had a heart to follow God. They had a heart for God. They had a heart for uh, you know, the things of God. And uh, just taking a few examples from the Bible, from a char two char characters, I would like to uh, share with you this morning. From the life of Joshua and Caleb, uh, we could uh, study how they wholly followed the Lord. And that was a testimony that God gave. It was no one else. If you could read that in Numbers chapter 14 and verse 24. Numbers 14 and verse 24. God said, because my servant Caleb has a different spirit and follows me wholeheartedly, I will bring him into the land he went into and his descendants will inherit it. That is in NIV, in King James Version, it says, my servant Caleb, because he has another spirit with him and hath followed me fully. And uh, Numbers 32, 11 to 12. It says, save Caleb and son of, uh, Caleb, the son of Jupena, and Joshua, the son of Nun, for they have wholly followed the Lord. Here are the two characters in the Bible who wholly follow the Lord. Praise God. You can see your face. Although you're sleeping, now you can't sleep. Yeah, good. Okay. And that's why maybe the psalmist prayed in Psalm 85 verse 11, Unite my heart, Lord, to fear your name. He wanted his heart to be disintegrated. He didn't want his heart to go into different directions. So he says, Lord, unite my heart. Lord, hold my heart together. Lord, to fear your name. May that be our prayer every day. Lord, unite my heart. Keep my heart together. Keep my heart as one in following you. And today there are several things that uh, draw our attention from God. You know, it could be even our job, a good job that we have. It could be the family. Uh, and it could be health issues. It could be... Uh, you know, pleasure, it could be mobile, Facebook, WhatsApp, business, busyness, so many things can really keep us away from being focused on the Lord for, uh, for on a consistent basis. If you read Numbers, some of the chapters I give you, you can write down the story about Caleb and Joshua, can be read from Numbers 13, Numbers 14, if you're writing down, you can write down Numbers 13, Numbers 14, Deuteronomy 1, Joshua 14, and also Numbers 32. Numbers 13, 14 
and 32 chapters, Deuteronomy 1 and Joshua 14. What it is to wholly follow the Lord. How did Joshua and Caleb live wholly following the Lord? It's a very simple um, statement uh, from the Bible and I'm sure you'll enjoy it. I really enjoyed it. really blessed me a lot. First thing, they were not grumblers. You know, grumble, grumbling people, grumble. They were not grumblers. If you read Numbers chapter 13, 26 to 29, Numbers chapter 13, 26 to 29, if you read, they tell the real evaluation of their enemies. You know, they really evaluated their enemy as they are. There was no falsehood in that. They looked at their enemy as enemy. They gave a real honest evaluation. And I read that scripture to you. They came back to Moses and Aaron and the whole Israelite community at Kadesh in the desert of Paran. There they reported to them and to the whole assembly and showed them the fruit of the land. They gave Moses this account. We went into the land to which you sent us and it does flow with milk and honey. Here is its fruit. He gave them the grapes. But the people who live there are powerful. And the cities are fortified and very large. We even saw the descendants of Anak there, the giants. The Amalekites live in the Negev. The Hittites, the Jebusites and the Amorites live in the hill country. And the Canaanites live near the sea and along the Jordan. They gave them a right report. They said they are very powerful. You know the cities are fortified. They are very large in number. And the giants also live there. And in Numbers 13, 31 to 34, Numbers 13, 31 to 34, they give now the evaluation of themselves. They look at their enemy. Now they look at themselves and they give the evaluation. But the men who had gone up with him said to Moses, We can't attack those people. They are stronger than we are. And they spread among the Israelites a bad report about the land they had explored. And they said, The land we explored, there was those living in it. All the people we saw there are of great size. We saw the descendants of Anak there, we seemed like grasshoppers in our own eyes and we, when we looked at them. They looked at the enemy, they looked at themselves, they compare. And then after comparing, now starts the important one. They grumble. Comparing and then they grumble. 14, 1 to 4. That night all the members of the community raised their voices and wept aloud. All the Israelites grumbled against Moses and Aaron and the whole assembly said to them, If only we had died in Egypt or in this wilderness, why is the Lord bringing us to this land only to let us fall by the sword? Our wives and children will be taken as plunder. Wouldn't it be better for us to go back to Egypt? And they said to each other, We should choose a leader and go back to Egypt. Think of it. They look at the enemy they give an honest evaluation. They look at themselves and they give a report about themselves comparing with the giants. And now they begin to grumble. Ten, Twelve people went there. Ten of them grumbled. But only two people did not grumble. Joshua and Caleb. Ten confers based on what they saw and what they cannot do. But two confess what they knew that God would do. They were able to see God defeating their enemy. My dear brother, my dear sister, grumbling is something which God does not like. And you can, I can give you some scriptures. God does not like. We always grumble about so many things. When this is not proper, we grumble. When that is not proper, we grumble. And we think that you know, by grumbling, we try to achieve uh, some kind of you know, respectability. No, by grumbling, we will never move forward. Here you find these people, when they saw the opposition, and they did not see an opportunity. But these two people, Caleb and Joshua, they saw the opposition, but they also saw the opportunity to bring glory to God. I want to tell you that every opposition that you and I face as a child of God, God is giving you and me an opportunity to see the glory of God. The glory of God. The glory of God. Every opposition, every challenge, every difficulty. I'm not talking about some positive thinking. 
you know i don't believe in that i'm talking about something which we believe in god concretely that he is capable he will do it he is capable he is do it god will do it for a child of god in the ministry or in the family or in any situation every opportunity is god is giving you so that you and i can overcome we can see the glory of god and when you fail to see the greatness of god we will begin to grumble we will begin to grumble when we fail to see the greatness of god and if you read numbers chapter 16 and verse 11 numbers 16 and verse 11 therefore it is you and all your followers who have conspired against the lord as for aaron who is he that he should grumble against him when the people grumbled against aaron and moses god was very displeased as for aaron who is he even aaron sorry aaron was grumbling and god said who is he that he should grumble against him and the number 1641 the next day entire congregation of israel grumbled against moses and aaron saying you have killed the lord's people they grumbled they grumbled against moses they grumbled against aaron and not only that they grumbled when god began to work also they began to grumble you have destroyed the people of god and if you read first corinthians 1010 the bible says and do not grumble as some did and were killed by the destroying angel imagine we can think of destruction because of some evil but here just because they grumble the bible says god could not keep them on the face of the earth they couldn't god could not keep them keep them on the face of the earth we have a fallen nature we have a fallen world and this world will always be unfair there will always be injustice but in the midst of all this in the midst of all the challenges god wants us to keep our mind focused on him he sent his son jesus to suffer to die for the body to be broken for us to take part telling us that suffering and that pain and the death was not the end the end is resurrection so when you and i are going through struggles when you and i are going through problems i'll tell you in in the midst of all unfairness injustice we can always believe that there is a god who is a just god who will handle things for us in the way that only he can handle not in the way that you and i want many times we look at things and say lord i wanted to, this to happen like this sometimes god will never allow that to happen the way we want in my experience i've seen it is best to allow god to do it in the way that he wants not in the way that you and i see justice you and i see justice from our perspective but god sees justice from his perspective so let's not grumble let's ask god lord give me a heart to follow you wholly they saw the challenges they grumbled there was just a two people a minority they saw the challenges they did not grumble they did not grumble but instead they were different we will see that uh, uh, further you know the song it's bubbling it's bubbling yesterday night i was driving from chennai and coming back so i was thinking it's bubbling suddenly i started to sing i'm grumbling i'm grumbling i'm grumbling in my heart how it will be now the worship leaders come there and say i'm grumbling i'm grumbling huh? how it will be there's another song okay grumbling it's no grumbling in the morning grumbling in the noon time grumbling 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 when the sun goes down we will sing that i'm sure <laughs> that's what we are doing okay grumbling grumbling for everything grumbling a man went to a dentist and uh, he said uh, doctor please can you check my she said i have to remove this tooth because it's bad she said how much will you charge she said 100 rupees she got up he got up said he said she told the doctor madam doctor it's 100 rupees for one minute of tooth extraction bad he said don't worry if you want i can take some time and take it out you know i won't do it in a minute i'll take some time i'll shake like this i'll do like this you know we have to be careful i remember when i was small i went to uh, a clinic i was having high fever you know high fever headache and i was i was very sick those days when i was small and uh, you know my i was gloomy and 
seated next to my mommy and lady it was full crowded those days no no antibiotics and the compounder used to mix the medicine and give in the bottle and one lady came she saw the crowd seated there in the clinic she started she was an uneducated lady she started to make a noise ayyo can i say that do that please ayyo amadi appa ayyo you know she was shaking her body and she was making lot of noise because she wanted the attention first she wants to get it the compounder came and told her please keep quiet please keep quiet she never listened she was going on increasing then he went inside brought on thermometer said open your mouth she opened her mouth he put the thermometer for 45 minutes he didn't come and remove <laughs> 45 minutes the thermometer was in the mouth <laughs> whenever i think of it i think you know sometimes we have to get thermometers in the church <laughs> be careful okay don't do that to your husband and your wife please wholly following the lord okay wholly following the lord not to grumble see the every opposition as an opportunity that god is there to take me through take me through the second one they trusted in god's word and god's power caleb and joshua did not grumble secondly they trusted in god's word and god's great power we fail we fail many times to do that numbers 14:1 to 4 i read that i read it again that night all the members of the community raised their voices and wept aloud all the israelites grumbled against moses and aaron and the whole assembly said to them if only we had died in egypt or in this wilderness why is the lord bring us to this land only to let us fall by the sword our wives and children will be taken as plunder wouldn't it be better for us to go back to egypt and they said to each other we should choose a leader and go back to egypt and 1411 and the lord said to moses how long will these people treat me with contempt how long will they refuse to believe in me in spite of all the signs i had performed among them and numbers 1330 when these people are giving a bad report and then on the other side god is upset caleb is saying he silences the people before moses and said we should go up and take possession of the land for we can certainly do it we can certainly do it that is believing in the resurrected power of god when everything looks so gloomy and so dark so challenging caleb comes and says no 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 we can go and get it done we can go and get it done we will ask god lord give me this heart that believes in your power believes in your word you know why you could say that because god promised this land to abraham many years ago and then god tells uh, through abraham through moses i'm going to give this land to the people as i promised abraham with that promise joshua was leading the people and god told Mo- joshua i am with you joshua don't worry i will help you i will help you to conquer this land as i was with moses i will be with you and all these things has happened both joshua and caleb are going moving forward and when they see these grumblers putting other people down discouraging others making the people to cry and weep here is these two people saying no we will go up we will take possession of this land these people forgot the promises of god they forgot the miracles that god performed they forgot the provisions of god and they also forgot the protection of god god provided for them god protected them god performed mighty miracles god gave them promises all this they forgot and they are grumbling but most josh joshua and caleb saying no we will go up and do it never in your life never in your life doubt this precious word of god please never one day you will really regret in your life for not spending enough time to know god through his word sit with the word open the word have a pencil color color pencils if you have prayerfully read interact with the scriptures ask god lord the bible says so what can i learn what can i understand what how i can apply this to my situation today have an interaction with god and god will min- begin to minister to you he will draw timeless principles from your word 
truths from the word it will enrich you and me it will when i say enrich it it will transform you and me you understand the transformation is not in my hand i can't transform myself it is impossible nobody can transform but as you go to god's word and interact with god's word and ask god for the word to transform you as you read i'll tell you the power of god the mystery of god will begin to work in you the power of god will begin to work in you and recollect all the mercies of god go to the word and also recollect all the mercies of god that god has done for you many many times god has healed you god has protected you god has protected your family you and i have to really thank god if you begin to thank and worship god i'll tell you we will never grumble no matter what happens you'll say lord i thank you there's one more opportunity for me to glorify you glorify you i was um, in chennai i went for a funeral of my uncle is 86 years old my wife's uncle 86 years old and uh, he was diagnosed with uh, cancer in june the first week of june my wife and me were there in chennai for ministry and uh, we went to his house that is the time they were uh, they were they did not come to a conclusion but uh, they were undergoing test and they were suspecting cancer he knew about it so he was just coolly was putting his leg on top of the chair sitting and telling all of us if this is the way god wants to take me let him take me and he told the family no taking me to the hospital for any treatment okay i will live and i will die like this i will not he refused all treatment they are plenty of money the children are abroad they plan they said no this is my this is why god has chosen i will go i've seen the fullness of life god has given to me and he died a peaceful death just less than uh, maybe a two months he, al- he was alive he died when i looked at it when i thought of it i was beginning to think we are learning to live very good but it's important we learn how to die also you understand we should be prepared how to die learn how to die when you and i have that attitude i'll tell you we will never grumble we will begin to thank god we will begin to worship god we will begin to uh, believe in god's word and begin to draw more close to god Caleb and Joshua trusted God's promise. Uh, one preacher was saying, God binds his word, him, I'm sorry, himself with a promise. When God gives you a promise, gives me a promise, he binds himself with a promise. He becomes, he says, it's my word. And there's a scripture that says, he has glorified his word more than his name. Glorified his word more than his name. You know why? because as he is truthful to his word so also his name will have that kind of certificate you understand if he is not true to his word his his uh, titles god of love god of power god of authority will have no value he is a god who, who tells his word and keeps it psalm john chapter 17 17 jesus said lord thy word is truth it is trustworthy it is trustworthy holy following the lord is not to grumble holy following the lord is to trust in god's word when you see difficult situations impossible situations ask him lord help me and more than that what are the weaknesses that you have in your life shortcoming today morning pastor took law uh, quite some time to asking us to search our hearts what are the shortcomings in of god's power to dismantle all the challenges that we face in life is fine that's good but more than that i always believe that god wants to start the work of grace and word work of power in our own hearts first what are the sins that is holding you what are the what are the uh, sins that has been growing in you for several years that has been deep in you that has been that has taken life deep in you are there any kind of uh, effort that you have taken to ask god lord this is my sin that i have lived in i want you to help me i want you to change i want you to see a change in my life God's power is there to work in those areas first. If you cannot allow God's power to work in those areas, please let me tell you when you and I can see God's power in other areas of our life, we will never be so thankful to God. Never be thankful to God. I was sharing with pastor recently I was reading an article and there the the writer says uh he's uh, where people are coming and telling uh, Jesus, Lord, we saw Satan falling down from the sky. and jesus reminds them in this rejoice not when where 
when you see satan satan cast out when you see miracles healing deliverance in these things do not rejoice but rather rejoice that your names are written in heaven and it's a lovely two page article i read it and the writer says many times we preachers pastors we believers we fail to understand the work of god the work of grace in our hearts god wants to work in my heart god wants to work in your heart how much have we allowed the power of god to work if we don't grumble if we don't uh, if you if we don't if you don't grumble and if we begin to believe in god's word and god's power i'll tell you we will be able to wholly follow the lord that's what caleb and joshua did and jesus when he took all our sins on the body he took it with such passion that we will be delivered we will be set free we will be totally removed from all these evil russell carter was just 30 years old when he went to the doctor and the doctors told him that he has got a very serious heart ailment and they told him he will live only for a month or so and then he will die he comes back home and he sure that if it's one month god is going to give him he's going to die but he thought okay this one month i'm going to live differently so he takes a pen his uh, book and he writes one song standing on the promises of god my lord okay standing he writes that song he sings that song can anybody guess how long he sang that song he sang that song for the next 49 years for the next 49 years he sang that song you google and see russell carter he was 30 he was supposed to die within a month or so but he believes in god's word god's promise he begins to worship god praise god thank god standing on the promise for next 49 years he worships god wholly following the lord is to believe and trust god's word and the great things that god has placed here to happen in our lives god's power is there and finally they were geared up to go for warfare they did not grumble they believed in god's word and god's great power and finally both of them were geared up to go for warfare they never said we will prepare ourselves and come caleb said let us go at once that is being ready for warfare we are all in god's army there's there's no civilians in god's army you know that no civilians the bible says we are all good soldiers of jesus christ we are all soldiers of jesus paul said be a good soldier of jesus christ we are, our main focus as christians is not to live a life a family have a family have a wedding service have a family have children and then live in this world provide for our children a good education get them married with a big crowd around us and then pass away that's not the main thing what god has placed for you and me we are here as soldiers of jesus remember that there's always a challenge outside for you and me you do not know what are the things that's happening today in the world i do not know how many of you are really aware of the things that is getting conspired against other religions whatever be the challenges they have you and i have a god who promises to stay with us and help us fight the battle we are called to be good soldiers of jesus christ and i said george caleb said let silence the people let us go should go or take possession of the of the place now certainly we will be able to do it how many of you believe that you are a soldier of jesus christ you are on the warfare you are on the warfare we are not civilians we are soldiers remember that either we are soldiers for god or we are not soldiers for god to put it very harshly we are either we are this side or we are that side we cannot be in the middle you understand we cannot be in the middle my prayer my desire that all of us we the agg community every believer will realize that we are in the warfare and we will move forward
we will move forward in spiritual warfare remember the enemy is ruthless the enemy is deceiving is always waiting to attack waiting to destroy us you and i have to be ready to destroy the enemy the presence of god is willing to fill us there are people who are demon possessed so many people who are demon possessed the lives are going down the drain going down the drain there are people who are in sickness there are families that are breaking there are confusions everywhere this sickness there's so many other troubles people are facing business people are losing their business jobs are uncertain in the midst of all such confusions god wants you to be there as a soldier to guide the people i wanted to tell this for god's glory i was uh, uh, dr sandeep and uh, dr ramya they took us to kgf some time ago we were there and uh, we i preached there in the church it's a small church near kolar after preaching uh, people came forward for prayer there was one particular lady she was very thin and uh, um, she was from the village nearby village she came for prayer and uh, we began to pray my wife and me and of course dr sandeep and all of us were there all of us pray and um, as we pray she began to manifest she began to manifest the evil spirit in her began to manifest and um, we 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 prayed for some time and god delivered her god delivered her that day and uh, to make it short she she goes back and then the following week i hear from dr sandeep she goes back home and she removes all the idols and she says i don't want it anymore she throws it and she holds a prayer meeting there she follows the lord i'll tell you my dear brother my dear sister you and i are in the warfare people are held by evil people are getting destroyed families are getting destroyed because of this evil and you and i can never sit back and relax caleb was 40 years old when he heard this and he said let's go and attack and let's take it second timothy 2 3 4 he said thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of jesus christ no man that was entangled himself with the affairs of this life that he may please him who hath chosen him to be a soldier and your hardness as a good soldier a soldier has to face hardness and paul says endure it he never gives us an escape route you understand no escape route for us he says and your hardness as a good soldier of jesus christ and uh, he goes on to say when you are in this army you cannot get entangled in something else that he may please him who has called us to be a soldier i remember when i was in the middle east when the war broke out between saddam hussein and iraq and kuwait one of the news that we were constantly hearing i'm sure some of you were in the middle east at that time you will know constantly hearing from saddam hussein the revolutionary guards of saddam hussein heard of it anybody the revolutionary guards of saddam hussein there was an army there was a general army okay that would uh, go in to destroy the enemy but there was a revolutionary guards they were guarding the interest of saddam hussein protecting him and attack, taking care of the immediate threat that comes close to him we are like that we are in the revolutionary army of god called to fight the battle a pastor was a man was uh, leaving out of the church pastor was standing outside and uh, met him at the door and shook hands with him and told him i don't uh, see you but you're 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 uh, you're in the lord's army don't forget that he said yes sir yes pastor i'm already in the lord's army then he said no 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 but i don't see you only on good friday and christmas and new year i see you in the church what are the rest of the other days he said sir pastor i am in the secret service <laughs> i am in the secret service many of us are thinking we are in the secret service let's come out in the open please okay let's come out in the open end your hardness okay end your hardness as a good soldier of jesus christ there are so many other issues in the world that's happening you know we fail to look into all that as a church today in the newspapers we read about the water that is going down and down the water table all over india 
there's environmental disaster that's taking place. Everywhere, garbage, everywhere, all types of nonsense taking place. We as believers, we as the children of God, we as a church, what is our stand? What is our stand? We are called to be good soldiers of Jesus Christ. Ask the Lord, Lord, what do you want me to contribute in this world? What do you want to contribute through me in this world? What is that that you have placed for me to be a blessing in this world? There was a person called the Hudson Taylor. He was 51 years old, but he poured his life into bringing Christ to the closed doors of China. And he faced sickness and loss with a spirit of unshaken trust, leaving behind a legacy that has inspired thousands of missionaries in all corners of the world. In his own words, he wrote, all God's giants have been weak men who did great things for God because they reckoned on his being with them. Today, this morning, yield, let's yield ourselves and say, Lord, what can I contribute to this world? Through your grace, what have you planted in me, placed in me, that I may be a blessing in this world? When 10 negative people were there, there were two people who were very positive. They said, let's go at once and attack. You know what happened? 40 years after that, Caleb tells Joshua, give me this mountain. Give me this mountain. He tells him, give me this mountain. As I was when I was 40 years old, when Moses sent me into the wilderness to spy, even now my strength is same. When he says strength, I'm not talking about the physical strength. I'm, I'm sure he meant to us his heart full of faith. Give me this mountain. Today God is looking to you and me. What is the mountain that you want in your life to conquer? What is it? Is it sin? Is it fear? Lethargy? Not bothered about what is happening in the world? I'm happy. I'm getting my salary. I'm getting my food on the table, I have my safe journey and come back. If that, if that only is life for you and me, I'll tell you, we will be miserable people one day in life. We should all join hands together. We should ask God, Lord, what way can I be a blessing in this world? Ten years, church, ten years and eight months, nine months, since this church was founded. So when pastor and me and others pray, we say, Lord, this is a year of Possession. Ten years had been a year of preparation. Now it's a year of possession. Possessing souls for God. Several people are in need of gospel. You know, there are people who, from North India who has come here to work and from other parts of India who come to work in this huge building that is coming up at the entrance. And I pray that we will all have a burden. Maybe go one day to give a New Testament. Not there, anywhere, wherever you see people who have come from North India. There are some of you who do it. Last week one sister sent an SMS in a pala. She gave four New Testaments to people. So glad. God is, God is being, this is how we can share the love of God. Open, talk to the people that you're traveling with, your taxi driver. If you know the language, you talk to him and tell him what Jesus can do. You don't know the simple words that you sow in the hearts of people will go a long way in capturing the hearts for Jesus one day. Simple words of Love, simple words of care. Yes, I will pray for you. As you drive with them and talk to them, they will pour their pain sometimes. My son is like this, my wife, my husband is like this, my mother is sick, my father is sick. And you and I have Jesus to give it to them. You and I can never give anything of our own, but we can give Jesus. Ami Carmichael, she came to India. She was suffering. She had a nervous problem. Very painful. But she said, no, God has called me to go to India as a missionary. And she left a beautiful home. She came to India as a missionary. And uh, her life was to end prostitution in India and giving a hope and a future to many of India's orphans. And God accomplished it through her life. Joshua 14, 12 to 13. He says, now therefore, give me this mountain. Put, in case if you're battling some sin, tell Lord, this is the mountain that I'm battling. I want to conquer. I want you to conquer. Give me this mountain, Lord. If you are being very lethargic, 
not bothered about things that are happening in the world put yourself and say lord help me i am not bothered give me this mountain help me to conquer this mountain make my life a useful one and god will do that through you god will do that through you god is looking out for you and me out of 12 people only two now when you see the whole multitude the bible says only two people were able to enter the promised land why because they wholly set their heart to follow the lord consistency being focused on god and we you and i have the help of the holy spirit to do it when jesus came to die and suffer for us and die for us and go back again he never left us alone he said i will send the comforter someone who will teach us someone who will correct us convict us someone who will cleanse us someone who will help us and he's all the time waiting for you and me he's waiting for the church of jesus christ ag ag let's ask god lord i want you to take me i don't want to be a grumbler imagine you may get a thermometer in your mouth let's say lord i wanted to trust your word and i wanted to trust in your great power lord i want to move forward in in holding on to you lord and living for you i'll tell you god will do that days are running fast days are running fast i remember that uncle when you were newly married you were so young and wonderful days have gone by gone to be with the lord our days will run fast but you and i have the image of god inside you and me remember that the image of god and that image of god can produce blessing to others you and i can be that heal yourself and ask god let's you and me join together and say lord what can i do there are so many opportunities that you and i can serve god this week we there was a request i want ushers for this service tamil service i'll tell you a time should come in our church where all of us will say i want when is my turn for ushering you understand so many small small they never think small things are insignificant thing god sees how small things we do faithfully and god begins to give us bigger things there's so much of need in our ministry in our church start you can start here you can start here you can come forward meet pastor meet pastors uh, sister shobha and tell i can give my name for ushering i can give the name for volunteering for worship leading for music for uh, doing the uh, ppt so many things you know there's so much of needs can come forward and say lord i wanted as much as i'm going to be in bangalore i wanted to do it as far as i'm going to be here i'm going to do it i'll tell you god will use you only following the lord caleb 40 years he said let's go up and take it he waited 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 and when the time came he said now is my day i will never leave give me this mountain he never said i'm very old i'm very struggling so give me something very light he says no i want this mountain i want this mountain where if you read that scripture very carefully i'll read to you 1310 anakims are there the same anakims the people said when he was 40 they are there and we will not be able to drive them out after 40 years he says give me that place even though the anakims are there give me that place he never wanted to shy away from challenge he was never fearful god help you and me let's close our eyes and look to god grumbling you and i can grumble about anything and everything in this world and we can miss out yes negative things are there which are facts difficult things are there which are facts you and i have to be people who will contribute in the midst of all grumbling to move forward to be a blessing in this world if you have been grumbling about your job about your health about your life or anything in your life ask god lord forgive me 
I want you to help me to move from being a grumbler. Secondly, if you have never respected God's word, you have read maybe a scripture on a calendar, maybe the daily devotional book that you take and you read one small passage and a short story, if that is your spiritual intake, I'll tell you, you are a weakling. The wealth of God's heart is placed in His word. Shut everything away and go to God. If you want to do that and say, Lord, I want to study your word. I want to interact with your word. I want to hear, see you walking on the pages of my Bible and ministering to me, speaking to my heart. I want to have that experience, Lord. Caleb and Joshua believed what Abraham said. What God told Abraham, what God told Moses. They held on to it. And they were able to see God's power. They were trusting in God's power. If God delights in us, that's what they confess. If God delights in us, we will be able to possess it. Both Joshua and Caleb said that. Yes. If you can surrender and say, Lord, transform me. I wanted to be changed in my mind the way I study your Bible. The way I study your word. I've never taken money. I've never spent money to buy some good resource material. Forgive me, Lord. You can invest. Ask us, please. Pastor's there. Captain Joseph's there. Pastor, uh, Pastor Sunny Prasad is there. Myself. We can guide you. Tell you what are the good resources that are available online, freely also. Plus, you can invest in good study material to study your, your reading about God, learning about God. Don't miss it. You will regret one day in life. If you want to yield yourself and say, Lord, I want to enhance the study of my word. Study of your word. I yield myself. I'll tell you, you will be a blessed person. Finally, never be a secret agent. You tell the Lord, Lord, I want to be a good soldier. I want to be in the war front. I want to be in the war front. Lord, what do you want to do through me? Not that I want to do something, but what do you want to do through me, Lord? What is the thing that you have placed in me that I could contribute in this world? I want to be a good soldier. End your hardness. End your hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Joshua said, to the people of Israel. Even though the Canaanites have iron chariots and even though they are strong, he tells the people, you will still drive them away. That's the beauty of God. Even though our enemy, our weaknesses will be very strong in us, we may fear our weakness I want to tell you, God can help you overcome, help you and me overcome our weakness and shortcoming and help us to conquer the mountain. Giants can be there in the mountain, Anakims can be there. Which is your Anakim? Is it sleep? Is it mobile? It's Facebook, friends, laziness, slothfulness. Which is the mountain that you want to conquer? You tell the Lord frankly, but Lord, this is the mountain. Is it lust, anger, jealousy, pride, arrogance, money-mindedness, greed, whatever, jealousy, whatever is the mountain that you and I are facing? We can tell the Lord, Lord this is my mountain. It's like Anakim, strong giants. Today I want you to give me an answer, Lord. Today I want you to give me an answer. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Every one of us can we keep our hands on our chest as a keep our hands on our chest and tell the Lord Lord I want this heart to be holy thine. I want this heart to be holy thine to follow you. Touch me. I'm we're all joining together. We're all humans. We need God's touch. If you're sincere if i'm sincere if we are sincere definitely god will prove himself more than faithful he will long to do his work father even as we keep our hands on our chest lord we come to you to say this heart should only belong to you there are many times i've been lazy i've been slothful i've been weak lord i've never bothered about your kingdom forgive me lord i've grumbled a lot i've grumbled about everything in my life i will grumb i've grumbled about my husband my wife my food my dress my ministry my church my talents my studies my education my job i have grumbled about everything forgive me lord i don't want to be a grumbler but instead i want to be joyful thanking you for what you had given to me secondly touch my heart to love your word to study your word to interact with you through your word to see you on the pages of my scripture when i read I want to see you moving lord on the pages of my scripture i want to see your holy spirit moving on the pages of my scripture as i begin to read and study i want you to open my understanding each time i study help me to invest some money some effort to get some good resources to study your word help me to believe in the greatness of your power let this heart in your hardness as a good soldier of jesus christ life is tough job is tough traveling is tough challenges are tough sicknesses are tough in the midst of all this touch my heart to end your hardness and to follow after you holy lord to follow after you holy thank you lord for your presence give us the mountain with the anakims who are there though they are there give us the mountain we thank you that you will do it in the name of jesus we pray Amen.